All right, ladies and gentlemen, fellas, 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 I'm conflicted. I'm conflicted today because of the national calendar days that they're throwing out there for us. Just two. It's rare that you get just two, especially on a Sunday. And this is what you get in here. These are the two holidays. And if you're brand new to the channel or the podcast, look, 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 I get it. It's Sunday. Not a lot of people putting out that content. The workhorse here. The workhorse back, Salvetri. Whoa, we're pumping out the content for you, smacking you around, getting you the best information that you can find in an engaging and entertaining way as well. What more can you people ask for out there? But yes, we're going to be celebrating some holidays. We're going to give you something to look forward to today on a Sunday. Maybe it's cold wherever the fuck you are. And if it's really warm, hey, you got a lot of things going for you. But it's National Grain-Free Day, which shout out all of my other people who like to eat somewhat paleo in their diets. You know, like I like to eat a lot of paleo. I was just talking about this yesterday on Twitter. But if there's $13 froyo that I want to self-serve myself because I'm feeling it, I'm a motherfucking eat that froyo and spend $13 on it like it was nothing. I'm going to eat that shit. But we have National Grain-Free Day, paleo. You know, don't eat your, your breads, don't eat your rices, don't eat your, your cupcakes, your muffins, which yesterday was muffin day. But then we get told that it's National Sticky Bun Day. So how the fuck am I supposed to celebrate both of these bang idea pops in my head as i'm talking we're going grain-free sticky buns we're gonna have to probably dice up a bunch of fucking peanuts or something and put some maple syrup on it i don't know what we're gonna have to do we're gonna look up these recipes because we're celebrating today baby the national holidays are what keep us going here on this channel but come on is it too hard to ask for an actual good fucking day all right, we had a good one yesterday. We got a pistachio muffin. We got to be comfy on camera. So hopefully you were able to tune into yesterday's stream. Hopefully you were able to keep up with the news and keep up with the updates that were going out over on Patreon yesterday. Steph Curry being scratched. Obviously that sucks, but you can't tilt your face off because that's just the name of the game in the NBA if you're going to be signing up and playing in the NBA. Things like that are going to happen. It's just going to happen. Steph Curry's going to check out some nights. You're going to lose X amount of your money. Maybe you're going to lose all your money and then you're going to come back the next day and you're going to try and make that back in a lot more by staying consistent with your decisions and knowing that that's just a product of variance. That's a proud of the game baby don't hate the player hate the game I'm the player, but also don't hate the game. Come back, come back, come back. We're going to reel you back in today. You big old sharp motherfucking sharks out there. We're reeling you back in here. And let's end this monologue, right? Let's hit the like button. Let's hit the subscribe. And the big one, the big one, the big one, if you're out there right now, I might be streaming twice today. I'm doing a little bit of behind the scenes talking with NBA Top Shot, if you ever heard of it. And we might be doing a giveaway in terms of some live streaming packs potentially later today. But I will be streaming at 4.30 p.m. East Coast time for this slate, for this seven-game slate as of right now, unless the game gets off of it. So hit that notification bell. You tap that bell, bang, you get notified of when we're going live when we're doing giveaways a bunch of stuff that's only going to be benefiting you and it benefits this channel the reason why you probably found this channel is because somebody else hit the subscribe button they hit the notification bell they did all those motherfucking things so thank you in advance for doing that and letting you know as we get into it before we get into the top 12 plays your, your 12 plays we're going to smack you around with the 12 best plays as of right now we'll update them on patreon throughout the day sign up down below to follow along the injury news we're going to let you know about the sponsor of the show super draft and if you are not already familiar with super draft man these contests on the weekends like i always say they just do not fill i've been tracking them the last couple days and they're finally starting to pipe them down a little bit, right? $6,500 to first on the weekend because when they were giving out 10000 and 12000 I mean, they were filling at like 60%. So now if these contests start to fill at 70, 75%, okay, fine. But there's no content going on on the weekends, right? You might not see this, but I see this in my numbers specifically. Like some channels might continue to do content throughout the weekend. A lot of channels will take it off. Even I like to take it off. I didn't do the live stream yesterday because, you know, you got to have a reset in there. You got to have a nice little day with your girlfriend. You got to go to a cafe. You got to get yourself a motherfucking pistachio muffin on National Muffin Day. You know the drill self care, right? Relaxation. Do some things for you. It's not all about the business in the streaming and the NBAs, baby, right? There's some other stuff that matters in life, a lot more, actually. But with that all being said, yeah, Sunday, it's another day where there's not going to have that much contest filling because the content isn't going out. Your boy's here on the live stream to help you out, and we can track that. But Super Draft is a multiplier format, and what that means, and we can talk about it as we go through here, what that means is if a guy gets a 50 fantasy point day but has a 1.2x multiplier, you actually multiply that by 1.2x, and he technically then get, is given another 20%. But the reason why, it's a different type of game mode, but the reason why it's so important to be playing and getting your dollars down there first 
is because the contests don't fill. So you might be playing in a contest tonight where it only fills at 70%. And if you're on DraftKings, the same exact type of contest for payout structure-wise, the same exact type of contest in terms of how many people are in it, might be filling, and it probably is at 100%. They have more liquidity is what that means. They could fill their contest faster. But that's a benefit to you, the player. If you're in the contest that's only filling at 70%, the other 30% is basically like all taking zeros, right? All those guys, all those lineups are basically finishing in dead last place. No, they did not fill in time. And now you have to face a third less of the field potentially. So be sure to check out Super Draft. It should be where your first dollar rooskies are going, especially on the weekend where these contests do not fill anywhere near as much. People are going to be playing NASCAR today. People are going to be getting into some other sports like the NHL going on today. So be sure to check it out. It's linked down below in the description. The code SAL, that's S-A-L, my name, my first name, my nickname, S-A-L. We'll let them know what you came from me and they'll give you a free money bonus up to $500 rooskies in a slow drip format. Let's start it off quickly, quickly, quickly with the injury news and then we'll get right into your top picks because I know that's what you fellas, you ladies, you gentlemen are here for today. So the injury news, Kyle Lowry's doubtful, which is massive news, which is really going to be mattering for this entire slate right now. So he, right now I'm ruling him out. DeLon Wright, also doubtful, which is also going to be some pretty big news and also going to be something that's really, really, really going to impact this slate. In Denver, they're down a decent amount of players today. They're going to be down no Gary Harris, no Paul Millsap, Will Barton seems to be probable, Jermichael Green is out, PJ Dozier, all these guys are out. Torian Prince is also going to be out yet again, which makes Chetty Osman, he's not going to make the list, a spoiler alert, but Chetty Osman is like right there as like a top 15, top 20 play today with no Torian Prince. Going to be playing likely power forward again at 5,500. You go over to Sacramento. They played yesterday. Harrison Barnes was ruled out, right? And the, these guys were said that they were going to have a minutes limit in terms of Rashawn Holmes if he played. So I expect that to be true again. Glenn Robinson if he played, which I expect that to be true again. And then Harrison Barnes. All those guys are questionable today. As of right now, I'll project them just all to be in in this game and we'll go from there. Kevin Durant is out. And then again, Jermichael Green and Paul Millsap out for Denver. That's your quick injury news as it goes. DeLon Wright being out. Dennis Smith Jr. played 23 minutes and he averaged a point per minute in that last game. That looked good. Kyle Lowry being out. You saw Norman Powell pop off for over 60, for over 40 something fantasy points. Now he's $6,800. But the guys who are obviously going to benefit the most there, sure, Powell, sure, Ananobi to an extent, but Freddie Van Vliet and Pascal Siakam. So let's start off now with our number 12 play. It's going to be Mr. Dante DiVincenzo. Dante DiVincenzo. So we already have the news that Drew Holiday is indeed going to miss. That was official this game yet again. So with Dante DiVincenzo out there, you get to put him in a shooting guard spot for a guy who'll play a lot of point guard minutes here. So the minutes are up. Like that's the thing that's really appealing, right? Since these games, since we have had no Drew Holiday, you're getting 32, 31, 30, 32, 27, and 30 minutes. And up until this last game, you're getting very nice shot volume. And without that last game in there, he's averaging like 10, 15, 14, 9, 12 shots a game. This past game, he only has eight shots. He only makes two of them. So his price point basically drops from 5,400 to 5,100. And now he has a nice matchup against Sacramento. So DiVincenzo with the price point dropping, is that a nice buy low spot for a guy getting consistent minutes for a guy who's definitely active as a rebounding guard, a guy who's going to be picking you up assists and other peripherals out there. Right now in the season, Dante DiVincenzo with no Drew Holiday on the court is currently averaging 0.91 fantasy points a minute and a healthy sample of 412 minutes. 0.91 fantasy points per minute for a guy who's going to get you somewhere around 30 minutes of play today at 5,100 is very strong for this seven game slate. He is our number 12 play today against Sacramento. I love the fact that you can put him in your shooting guard spot as well, but he's number 12. He's not a top 10 play. He's very close, but as of right now, our number 11 play is going to be Mr. Will Barton. And a lot of this has to stem from similar reasons to Dante DiVincenzo and a similar price point at 5,200. I'll give the edge marginally to Barton here for $100 more. Now they play different positions. Barton, unfortunately, is not shooting guard eligible anymore like he has been in the past. What you're getting out of Barton is a small forward eligible only player and a guy who's playing bigger minutes, but there's no green, right? No Jermichael Green. He's now ruled up. There's no Paul Millsap. So if you're talking about just a rebounding upside for guys like we could talk about maybe a little bit later if he's on this list, Paul Millsap. But if you're talking also about guys like Barton who do crash the glass, you see Will Barton with both of those power forwards in, in Jermichael Green and Paul Millsap off the court, averaging a 14.5% rebounding rate. It's nice to see that go up when those guys are off the court. It's a smaller sample of 180 minutes, but you're getting around 0.85 fantasy points per minute right now. You're getting about a 20% usage rate. So Barton right now, marginally for me. And the other thing is that the minutes are there, right? So there's so many other guys missing right now as well. PJ Dozier and some of these guys, Gary Harris, shooting guard, small forward type players, point guards to some extent, but it's 
kind of factoring into Barton's minutes. The last two games with a lot of these guys out, and now no Jermichael Green, Barton has played 36 and 34 minutes. He hasn't played too great, 25 fantasy points in 14 and a half, but this last game he only shot 33%. The game before that, he only had 10 real-life points. Barton has the upside here, especially for GPPs. He's our number 11 player to start the day. Now, again, as value comes out, we will update it over on Patreon down below. You can check it out and follow along with all the projections, overall top plays, my player pool. All that stuff is down below there, and it's updated throughout the day for injury news and any other news and status changes that come out. Sometimes I just do minute sweeps. I do my own minutes. I do my own projections. All linked down below, patreon.com backslash Sal underscore Vetri underscore. These guys in DiVincenzo and Barton, they're going to be the first ones to drop off of the top 10 list, if you will, as we get more value and as I start to finalize the projections in minutes. But they are the guys that are on there right now. Now we approach the top 10. Number 10 overall is going to be Mr. Anthony Edwards, and he's a guy who's continuously on this list. And the reasons why are what you're just seeing the last couple of games. He's playing massive minutes. Again, there is no D'Angelo Russell out there, so you have to keep that in mind. The number one overall pick who just threw down a massively, massively insane dunk the last time out. I'm sure shout out NBA Top Shop. We might be doing a stream later today. I'm sure that'll be a moment pretty, pretty soon for him on there. But you're just getting the massive minutes these days with no Russell, right? You're getting 34, 35, 34. So this is a guy that was playing, okay, 28, 26, like earlier this year when he was the first overall pick, easing him in. Okay, maybe you got like 22 minutes out of him. Oh, then he's starting to get 28 and 30 pretty often. Now it's basically a lock for him to get like 32. And it, it just, does he get 35 plus, right? 35, 34, 39, 34. Over the last four games, you go back a little bit more, 34, 32. So he's getting all the minutes in the world. He is a quality fantasy point per minute producer. He averages 0.96 fantasy points per minute with no Russell on the court this year in a large sample of 549 minutes. That's good to see. Decent assist percentage. He's been an okay shooter, but the usage rate is what's been really good at 27%. But look, he hasn't been great. Like he's, he's shooting 49.5% true shooting percentage, 46% effective. That's obviously low. But when you look at his past two games, he shot 20% and 21%. That stuff's going to come up. The nice thing is the volume is there. His last couple of games, 21, 15, 21, 15, and 14 shot attempts. But these last two games, he shot 0 of 7 from three-point land. The game before that, 0 of 4. He shot 21% and 20% overall, 3 of 14 and 3 of 15. One of those being that massive dunk. That stuff is going to change. If you're giving a guy 35, 36 minutes who can pick you up some rebounds and assists and things like this, but you're giving him 15 to 20 shot attempts at a $5,900 price tag, I'm going to like that for Anthony Edwards, especially since we've already seen it a couple times over the last week to week and a half. We've seen two of these massive games out of him. 21 shot attempts, 21 shot attempts leading to 51 fantasy points, right? So I like this. And in that game, he only ended up making 10 of them, right? It wasn't like he shot 70%. He shot 47%. So he has upside in his game from three-point land, shot five of 10 in that game and picking up rebounds and assists and things like that. The rookie number one overall pick is the number 10 play as of right now on this channel. Yadaluski doesn't smack you around for me. Now we get into the top nine. Number nine is going to be Mr. Evan Fournier as he returned in that last game. And there's something important to be calling out here about Evan Fournier, right? And luckily for Evan Fournier and also for us to fill a bad position, he's a shooting guard only player. Unfortunately, not small forward as well in DraftKings at least. But what you're getting is a nice, also I should touch on the presenting sponsor, 1.7x multiplier for Anthony Edwards. I love that. 1.6x on, on Evan Fournier right now also looks quality. But Fournier comes right back after missing a bunch of time, plays 32 minutes solid. He takes 18 shot attempts, the most that we've seen out of Fournier in a very long time, which was very, very encouraging, right? He also picks up six assists in that game. But Evan Fournier in that game saw a ton more usage, obviously the shot attempts and a nice assist percentage. He just had more ball handling responsibilities, right? So if you want to just look at who started in that game for Orlando overall, like you didn't have Cole Anthony, he's done for the year. Basically, this is the place where if you're a point guard, you go to die this year in Orlando. If you're a point guard, you're going to be probably done for the year or a very long time. They had Michael Carter-Williams and they started him in that game. He plays 33 minutes, wasn't anything special overall. He shot, I believe, two of 13. So Michael Carter-Williams at 5,500, also a pretty decent option just in terms of the minutes and the overall volume that he's getting. But Fournier took on a lot of that usage and this might be something to keep an eye on. Like Evan Fournier last year in the last like year and a half has been the usage leader ahead of Vooch on this team. With him now back, maybe these Vooch like 70 point games like last time out and 60 point games don't come as frequently with Fournier taking more shots with soaking up more usage. Something to keep in mind is he's above 
above ten thousand dollars fournier for me like to see the ball handling spike like to see the shot attempt spike our number nine overall play as we get to number eight now it's starting to get a little bit a little bit frisky up towards the top here we have the number eight overall play there's not that many guys in value range right now you have a couple one of them in the 4k range we'll get to a little bit early a little bit later on but here's the other one it's gallo at forty four hundred dollars and gallo is a pretty interesting player small forward power forward if you're playing him i would put him into that small forward spot get as many centers into your lineup as you can by putting them into the power forward spots instead we have a game theory piece down below in the description you can check out also while we're touching on things in the description my social medias i'll be releasing another one of the today in sports they're one minute comedy sketches i encourage you to check them all out they're all like they're all living on my tiktok and my instagram right now i post them to twitter as well but you know the twitter feed doesn't have anywhere for them all to live uh, but yeah sal underscore vetri on instagram check it out sal vetri dfs on twitter posting a lot more content in the instagram and t in the tiktok spaces so be sure to hop in over there but gala right now at 4400 the price point isn't changing if anything it's coming down he was 4900 a couple games ago then 4800 now he's stabilizing at his 4400 but it's not the right price tag in my opinion the minutes we were told a while ago he had a minute limit of now 30 so we've seen him hit that minute limit before but he's been playing 26 26 25 24 i'm gonna project him for probably 25 to 26 minutes for a guy who's also going to be somewhere around a fantasy point per minute producer but as of late the reason why he's not getting this salary to come up a little bit now the matchup against denver down a lot of bodies so also down low there's not gonna be as many big guys down there for him to go up against when he's actually playing some small forward power forward when collins isn't on the court but the last two games for gallo he's literally shot 14 percent two of 14 and 23 percent three of 13 when he's just shooting decent right he's gonna get you somewhere around 25 to 30 fantasy points if he continues to play those minutes the 1.9x multiplier in super draft is enticing but the minutes doesn't give you a big ceiling compared to some other players i like him more and a lot more on DraftKings for value right now 4400 the matchup is not going to see seem as bad as it is and the second he just starts shooting not 23 percent but 40 percent even he's going to start scoring 25 30 fantasy points at this very cheap price point the number seven overall play is going to be kyrie irving he's down to 8700 and this is probably appropriate because we're getting a better sample now of what happens when there's no kevin durant on the court you also have to take off jared allen you also have to take off guys like Corian prince you can even take off karis levert if you wanted to and in 237 minutes with all those guys off the court this year kyrie irving's just averaging 1.2 fantasy points per minute the problem is the assist percentage it's at 24 percent, which might seem decent but kyrie irving in these situations normally it's gonna be like 35 percent. that's because james harden is just soaking up all the assist percentage right now at 43 percent. but the price point is dropping enough to a guy where kyrie irving at 1.2 you can project him even for like 1.25 1.3 plus in a ceiling type environment it's going to look okay out there now a tougher matchup but you've seen it the last couple of games right three two out of these last four games without kd he's got 256 plus point fantasy days in there and he's got a couple games in the 30 sandwich in between but the price point is dropping right he was just 9200 dollars then 9000 then 8900 so it's nice to target him at this buy low spot if you will i think he could still go down to like 8400 even in games where kevin durant doesn't play but if you can start to give kyrie irving 34 35 minutes start to project him in that 1.2 fantasy point per minute range it's going to look decent when you factor in his ceiling it's going to push him up ahead of some of these other guys out there like we've seen two out of these last four games he's taken 17 22 17 and 17 shot attempts that's been good to see but the assist that's the problem that's the point that scares me right now and the reason i'd be choosing some other pay up in the 10k range plus options ahead of Kyrie that we're about to get to because of james harden Kyrie's assists have just been even without kevin durant five three and four over these last three games that is a concern and that's something that i think is going to continue but Kyrie irving our number seven play right now we can slide down to then his teammate at 10,600, our number six overall play and that is james harden and that is the guy that i'd rather pay up on this late even for 1900 more expensive to james harden the last four days with no kevin durant he had a bad game last time out a bad game of 54.25 fantasy points which at 10,600 isn't awful right it's it, it's actually getting you there then he had 68 then he had 73 then he had 63 right and now his minutes are bigger than Kyrie's, 35 35 37 and 38 his abilities to pick up assists way better right he has a 43 percent assist percentage to Kyrie's 24 percent massive difference and that's resulted in 11 11 14 and 16 assists in the last four games without Kevin Durant obviously James Harden is going to be averaging more fantasy points per minute because of that he's going to be averaging somewhere around 
44 fantasy points per minute and 383 minutes with no Durant, no Levert, no all these guys on the court. Well, he hasn't played with Levert at all because he was traded for him. I have in here like 1.6 fantasy points per minute just because that's what I'm looking at over these last couple of games or something to just reference everybody on if you want to go back to basically the beginning of February since Kevin Durant has been out. So the last like 20 days or so. And if you wanted to look at what that's going to be looking like, you have James Harden averaging about 1.58 fantasy points per minute and you have Kyrie Irving averaging about 1.28. So that's kind of what's happening over these last four or five games without a Kevin Durant out there if you want to look at an even smaller sample. So James Harden on number six overall play today. Now let's get into the top five overall picks. And another guy, another expensive fella out there is going to be Mr. Mr. Nikola Vucevic. And if you can see my notes on the screen, right to the left of me, basically, right, right, really right where my eyes are. My eyes looking at it right now in the YouTube version. Rebounding is going to be a ceiling here for Nikola Jokic. And why am I saying that? Because he's going to be like the only big man out there today. There's no Jermichael Green, who is like a number three slash four, but can play some small ball five. There's no Paul Millsap today, which is going to be somebody that plays a lot of four for them. 20 to 24 to 25 minutes some games. So you're taking all these guys out of the rotation, right? You're taking out some guards as well, but the rebounding rate for Nikola Jokic is just going to shoot through the roof, right? This is a guy who's going to be seeing a 30 plus percent rebounding rate today, already sees a 30 plus percent assist percentage, already sees a 30 plus percent usage rate. Jamal Murray has been popping off as of late. Jamal Murray coming off of a game where he shot 21 of 25. Just a week ago, we were trying to hit the buy low spot on Jamal Murray. Now he's basically $2,000 more expensive and somebody at 8,600 that I can probably get away from now. But Jokic, the rebounding rate is going to spike here. And then you just get everything else you know from Jokic, right? 36 minutes per game. I don't have to tell you too much more about that. The matchup against Atlanta. Okay. <laughs> against Clint Capella here. A guy who's flat footed in the paint. Nikola Jokic can take you literally anywhere around the, the court. He's going to be a matchup nightmare for a guy like Clint Capella, these stationary centers. So Jokic, number five overall. Let's now get into our top four plays. And before we get into the top four plays, again, just a reminder to, you know, like the video, you know, do that. I appreciate that. If you're listening on the podcast version, we do a hundred dollar giveaway weekly. If you just leave a five star rating and review on the Apple podcast and a way for me to contact you, one person will get that contact you via email, Twitter, whatever it might be. It takes literally 30 seconds of your time while you're watching this right now, while you're listening to this, you can pull up your phone and know it's like your third arm, maybe even your third leg for some people out there. But also if you just take it out, it takes a couple seconds, literally just a couple of moments and you can just go to the Salvetri show five stars and say, Hey, this show is good or whatever you want to say about it. If you want to take some more time on it, but appreciate that like subscribe. And again, we'll be live one or two times later today, depending on what happens with this top shop stuff. I'm trying to uh, get back or they're trying to get back to me on that. I have to wait once they get up over there, wherever they're living and notification bell, tap it, make it look like it's tapped right there. That helps out a lot as well. Doing these videos on a daily, daily basis. And yeah, let's get into it now. Our top four plays. Gonna be another pay up option. $11,000 Giannis, the most expensive player in the slate. This is somebody that I wanna get to today. This is somebody that I wanna take advantage of in a major way. Even if, even if all these guys for Sacramento are in, like Rashawn Holmes, not, I mean, he's he's improved since he was a 76er defensively, but he's improved when he went to Phoenix or Sean Holmes as a center and really a power forward there. And then he went over and he ended up going to Sacramento. He's improved for sure, but nowhere near great, right? You have Marvin Bagley, who seems to have his minutes limit off, but there's nobody out there. Sam Whiteside, that's gonna be, it's gonna be an absolute joke. And Bielita, if he plays actually in this game, right? His minutes are all over the place. Yeah. Hi, Giannis, somebody that I want to be getting to. Giannis so far in the season is right now averaging 1.64 fantasy points a minute, but you've been seeing it as of late very quietly. When Drew Holiday was healthy for this team, Giannis, it was tough for him to get above like 1.6 fantasy points a minute. Holiday was soaking up a decent amount of the assist percentage. Now Giannis, 36% assist percentage in 439 minutes with no Holiday on the court and his 1.64 fantasy points a minute and really like 1.6 if you want to factor it out the last couple of games is now back up to 1.72. We're getting last year's Giannis back, right? And that makes sense because now you don't have Bledsoe. Now you don't have a because he's left but also you don't have a, a drew holiday due to the injury you're replacing him with low usage players like Bryn forbes decent options that aren't playing massive minutes consistently like pat connington and dj augustine Giannis is my favorite payup option today as you can see though it's four five and six overall for me and Giannis, Jokic, and harden so they're all very close i'd like to get to two of them if you force me to pick two i mean based on the rankings it would be Giannis and Jokic. but again whichever one's fit into your lineup the best Giannis very quietly without drew holiday maybe not even very quietly three out of his last four games 70 plus DraftKings points yeah that's pretty damn good but a lot of it is because of that assist percentage going 
going out without Drew Holiday on the court and also the volume to an extent. Now into our top three plays we go. We got all the heavy hitters out of the way. Number three is going to be Pascal Siakam. And this becomes pretty simple. You have a doubtful today, a doubtful Kyle Lowry. Kyle Lowry has not been the same spark guy. It's because of injuries, also older age, probably hitting somewhat of a wall here. He has not been that same guy that's going out there and playing 40 minutes a game and averaging like 1.1 fantasy points a minute. But he's still been solid on the year. He's still playing somewhere around 36 minutes a game. 35 at the very least in most games. He's also averaging over a fantasy point per game still. But when you take Kyle Lowry off the court, you get Siakam's average 1.11 fantasy points per minute. And now Siakam's price point is not even 8K. It's $7,900. You get the power forward eligibility out of Siakam. He's going to be projecting well into the 40s for me. And this is what happened in the last game. He shot poorly. He shot 40%. No Lowry out there. Only plays 35 minutes in a game. That's just low scoring in general. 86 to 81 against Minnesota. That's not going to continue to happen. 38 fantasy points, right? Nine rebounds, six assists, three blocks. All that looks great. He shoots poorly in the game. Doesn't even get like the max to what his minutes could be. So that's great to see because it actually, the price point goes up because Lowry's doubtful, but it actually leaves a lot more on the bone. Maybe somewhat keeps his ownership low, but I doubt it. So number three is Pascal Siakam. His teammate is number two. So now you might be saying, who the hell is number one? So his teammate right now in Fred Van Vliet is number two. And this price point is absolutely comical at $8,200. And the fact that Fred Van Vliet, if you play Fred Van Vliet today, you better be putting him in your shooting guard spot. This is going to be one of the best plays on the slate. And you can put him into a spot that is historically weak. Some other players that you're going to be going up against in GPPs and cash today are going to be putting literally shit players in their shooting guard spot today. So take advantage of that by putting a good player in there. Fred Van Vliet last game, he also shot shitty, but he shot 20 fucking times. He played 37 minutes. And in a game that was low scoring, he shot four of 20. He gets you 34 fantasy points. His price point is now $8,200, right? It's come up a little bit since you've had no Lowry out there, but this was just a guy that people are paying $8,400 for when Kyle Lowry was out there. So you get Fred Van Vliet on the season with no Lowry out there. He's leading this team in minutes in 495 and fantasy point per minute production right now at 1.18 out of the guards. If we're not counting like Chris Boucher's center minutes that are pretty inconsistent and we know that he's a good producer, but the assist percentage spikes, right? You get Fred Van Vliet now averaging a 30% assist percentage, 28% usage rate. When Kyle Lowry is out there, that assist percentage from Fred Van Vliet actually drops a little bit. Lowry's the better assist percentage player. Fred Van Vliet drops to like a, a 24% assist percentage player. So Fred Van Vliet going to average around 1.15, 1.2 fantasy points a minute. Going to play probably 36 plus minutes against Philadelphia today. The 1.35x multiplier on Superdraft, the presenting sponsor. Check him out below. Use that code SAL to get your free money bonus up to $500. Ruskies takes two seconds of your time in the description below. But Fred Van Vliet and Siakam both have a 1.35x multiplier. Like those both a lot. So I would rank Fred Van Vliet today over Siakam, but they're both two top three plays for me. And now we can get it off to the next option. A man who is $4,000 flat today, a man who we have to see if he's in the starting lineup, but number one play on the day today at $4,000, it's basically because we don't have much value is Dennis Smith Jr. Why is this the case? Because we have a doubtful DeLon Wright. We no longer have Derek Rose in Detroit to be picking up minutes here. We still don't have the rookie out there, Killian Hayes. He's going to be out for a while. So what we get here is we're going to be getting probably, we saw 23 minutes in the last game, a decent fantasy point per minute producer when he actually has the time. Assuming that the lawn right is out and Dennis Smith Jr. starts today. I am okay to get to Dennis Smith Jr. And yes, I know it's pretty bold to have him number one overall, but I would expect 24 plus minutes. If he starts, I would start to project him around 27 to 28 minutes today. It's a small sample. We only have 73 minutes with him out there with no Derrick Rose and really just no DeLon Wright, right? So 73 minute sample, we can't judge it too much. He's averaging around 0.85 fantasy points per minute, which is also good at $4,000. You play 28 minutes for me and get me 0.85 fantasy points per minute. I'll take that 6X or whatever you're going to be producing for me out there. So number one overall play, because the fact that DeLon Wright is, I have him written in here as out. He's doubtful technically. And the notes I have him as out, we'll put him as a big old D here. So DeLon Wright is doubtful today. I'd expect 24 plus minutes if he starts. And that's at the minimum end. I would really probably project him for 27 or 28. And you could even see more there. So DSJ, Dennis Smith Jr., the number one overall play today, based on the fact that there's not much value. There's rarely any 3K value. If you want to go to the Bucks guards and Pat Connington down there and, and DJ Augustine, be my guest. If you want to get to some of the cheaper guys like Campazzo from Denver still with all the guys out, again, be my guest, but they're not ranking on his top 12 plays for me right now. But thank you so much for tuning in. I appreciate you all the time. Before you go, like, subscribe, do all those things and check out the Patreon projections, support the
the channel and get the tools and analysis that will allow you to have a better chance at profiting a better chance at ROI. You all rock. I'll see you all in the next one. I'll see you all later on today as well. So hit that notification bell to be notified of when we're going live. Enjoy the rest of your Sunday. Enjoy the rest of your weekend.